as the year draws to a close soon in a matter of weeks and we look ahead to the new year, it is expedient of us to take stock of the journey so far. You know, Psalms 90 verse 12 is a popular scripture, but I like the way the New Living Translation describes it. Psalms 90 verse 12, it says, teach us to make the most of our time so that we may grow in wisdom. I'm going to be releasing a series of podcasts. It's titled, The Race You Must Win. You know, the year is drawing to a close and I've had to take stock of what I have done this year, how well I have achieved my targets and goals for this year, and also how I have made use of the time that God has given me this year. Psalms 90 verse 12 in the New Living Translation, it says, teach us to make the most of our time that we may grow in wisdom. Just recently, I lost my mom and it made me to think further about the race of life and how I have run my race thus far. And it has made me to examine myself and to take stock. It's interesting how college students dread examination period, even though examinations are absolutely necessary for them to move to their next level in life. Because before every promotion, there must be an examination. And there are two types of examinations that we'll go through in life, in this race of life. Number one, God will examine us because promotion comes not from the north, from the south, east or west, but promotion comes from God. And God who promotes, he also examines. God is not an irresponsible God. Before he moves a man from one level to the other, he will test him. So if you are praying for the next level, just know that you are praying for a test because a test and how you perform in that test is what will move you to your next level in life. And the second kind of examination you will undergo is when you examine yourself. It is important that God examines you. It is also necessary that you as a person, you examine yourself. Psalm 26 verse 2, the Good News Translation, it says, Examine me and test me, Lord. Judge my desires and my thoughts. Your desires, your thoughts, God needs to test it. Why do you ask and you receive not? The Bible says you ask and receive not because you desire to spend it upon your lust. You ask amiss because you desire to spend it upon your lust. Are you ready for that next level of which you are asking for? David said, examine me and test me, Lord. Judge my desires and my thoughts so that you can know areas in your life that you need to amend for you to win in the race of life. 2 Corinthians 13 verse 5, it says, put yourself to the test and judge yourselves to find out whether you are living in faith. Surely you know that Christ is in you unless you have completely failed. There are two tests and examinations you must go through in this race of life. God will test you and also you must examine and test yourself. Like I said before, it's very important before promotion, there must be examination. And you will be tested in two broad ways. Your faith will be tested. Your heart will be tested. A test of faith is like an endurance test. No, the race of life is very rigorous. It has its challenges, it has its rigors. The test of your faith is like a test of your endurance. It's a test of your perseverance. It's a test of your patience. Second Timothy chapter 2 verse 3. You know, 
Paul said there, he said, endure hardship as a good soldier of Christ. Jesus told Peter in Luke chapter 22, he says, Simon, Simon, Satan has desired to sift you as wheat, but I have prayed for you that your faith will fail not. Luke chapter 22 verse 31. Satan desired to test the faith of Peter, but Jesus said he had prayed for him and that his faith will not fail. And we know the story from there. Peter went on to brag that he would follow Jesus to, the, uh, to death. He was ready to die for Jesus. But his faith was tested. A little girl tested his faith and he denied Jesus three times. So your faith will be tested in the race of life for you to move from one level of this race to another level of the race. Your faith will be tested. And also the second broad area in which you'll be tested is your heart. Your heart will be tested. And your heart will be tested in three areas how you handle the position of power and authority. Your heart will be tested in areas of power and authority. How do you handle power? When people are put under you, where you are in a position of leadership, how do you lead? Are you an oppressive leader? Are you a proud leader? Are you a pompous leader? But, or are you a humble leader? And Are you a leader who works in humility and who works in love? How do you handle power and authority? The second area in which your heart will be tested is your heart will be tested in the area of finances. Your heart will be tested in terms in how you handle money. How do you use money? Do you use it for God or do you use it solely for yourself? Are you rich towards yourself or are you rich towards God? How do you spend your money? Do you have place for the things of God? Do you have place for the kingdom of God in your, in your financial plan? Your heart will be tested in the area of money. The Bible says you should be careful of all covetousness and greed. Are you so greedy in money? It's impossible to serve two masters. You cannot serve God and money. So your heart will be tested in the area of money. What determines your actions? What determines your service to God? What determines the things you do and the places you go? Is it only money? Is it money that is a prime determinant of what you do and how you do things for God? If money is your prime determinant, then you need to reconsider your ways and see the areas in which you are lacking. And the third area in which your heart to be tested is your heart to be tested in terms of your relationship with the opposite sex. Whether you are a man, whether you are a woman, your sexual relationship will be tested. How much of self-control do you have? Joseph was tested in terms of sexual relationship. He had to show and had to prove that he had self-control. Even while he was serving as a servant in Potiphar's house, he had to pass the sex test. He had to pass that test of self-control. He had to pass the self-control test. Because the level that God is planning to take some of us to, we cannot afford to embarrass the kingdom with sexual scandals. We cannot afford to embarrass God with sexual scandals. So in the area of sex, you'll be tested. So as you examine yourself, it's important to consider how you have run your race in life. Thus far, has it been a rat race, just struggling to survive, or is, has it been a race of purpose? Have you been running a race of purpose, or have you been running the proverbial rat race, just barely making it through, just struggling to survive? 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 24. It says, Surely you know that many runners take part in a race, but only one of them wins the prize. Run then in such a way as to win the prize. 
the new living translation says remember that in a race everyone runs but only one person gets the prize you also must run in such a way that you will win the desire of god is that you win the race of life that you win and you succeed in the race of life not going through a rat race just barely making it through just struggling to survive if that has been your story thus far then this series of podcasts is for you this is the first part of the series of podcasts titled the race you must win i want to encourage you to listen to this podcast and to listen to the subsequent episodes of this podcast that will be coming out it will surely bless your life so ask yourself what kind of race are you running are you running a race or are you running the race that god has purposed for you the race that god has ordained for you the thing about god is that god backs and sponsors what he initiates it is only the things that god initiates the the things that god the spirit of god initiates those are the things that god sponsors those are the things and endeavors that god will back up so the question is who is backing you whose race are you running are you running your god ordained and god given race because if that is the case then you can be rest assured that you have the backing and the support of heaven behind you god is behind you because god is the one that sets you on that part of the race in which you are running deuteronomy chapter 2 verse 7 it says for the lord your god has blessed you in all the works of your hand he knows you're walking through this great wilderness these 40 years the lord your god has been with you and you have lacked nothing wow because god was the one that set the children of israel on that journey to walk through the wilderness god himself led them through the wilderness and despite the fact that they were going through a wilderness it's written here that they lacked nothing Nehemiah chapter 9 verse 21 says the same thing that he led them through the wilderness and they lacked nothing are you running a race where you are in perpetual lack you are you are always in need you are always in lack and you are going through life always in need always in lack perpetually broke that is not the race that God wants you to run it is time for you to begin to reconsider and think whose race am I running whose race am I running and who is backing me up because in this race of life you need the presence of god to be with you as you run through this journey of life you need the presence of god despite the fact that israel was walking through the wilderness for 40 years but yet they lacked nothing they lacked nothing because god was with them in the wilderness you are not in the wilderness you are in the middle of the city and lack has been your constant denominator i'm telling you it's time for you to take stock examine yourself and ask yourself very important questions whose race are you running and who is backing you if you are running the race you have ordained for yourself then you have to sponsor yourself but if you are running the race ordained by god from heaven i'm telling you they have the support and the total backing of heaven heaven will sponsor you in luke chapter 22 verse 35 jesus told the apostles he said when i sent you that is a key word there he said when i sent you the apostles did not send themselves on that journey jesus told them that when i sent you on this missionary journey did you lack anything despite the fact that they didn't take any pause they took no money they took no change of clothes but he asked them that when i sent you did you lack anything and the answer was no they lacked nothing because god was the one that sent them this race you are running 
who sent you on this journey are you running the race you have ordained for yourself or are you running the race that god has ordained and purposed for you because as i said earlier once you are in the race and in the lane that god has put you in you are running the race of life in the lane that you have been placed by god bible says let every man abide in the calling wherein he has been called as long as you are in the lane that god has placed you I can assure you that you have the total and full sponsorship and backing of God. You need to run the race of life with a clear vision and purpose. Don't run aimlessly. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26. It says, that is why I run straight for the finish line. That is why I'm like a boxer who does not waste his punches. That is running the race of life with purpose and direction, with a clear vision and clear aim. In the New Living Translation, 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 26, it says, So I run straight to the goal with purpose in every step. I am not like a boxer who misses his punches. You know, don't be like a boxer who is just punching at the air. No defined goal, no clearly defined target. Run the race of life with a clear goal, with a clear target, with a clear ambition of what you want to achieve. This is so important. I have to read it in one more version. 1 Corinthians 9 verse 26, it says, So I do not run without a goal. I fight like a boxer who is hitting something, not just the air. You notice he said run and fight. Run and fight. I run with a clear goal. I fight like a boxer. Because you know there will be obstacles, there will be challenges, there will be hurdles on the way you need to jump across. There will be hurdles you need to cross. In this race of life, there will be battles you need to fight. Some people are scared of the battles. Some people are scared of the battles. There are battles you will need to fight for you to get into your promised land. You need to display, you might need to display some giants. You might need to displace some giants for you to possess your promised land. Paul said, I fight like a boxer who is hitting something, not just the air. There's a race you are going to run and there are battles you will need to fight. In this race you are running, you are running a race and you know there are battles. In the midst of that race, there are battles you will need to fight. Be tenacious in what you do. So ask yourself, how well have you run your race this year? Don't be confused. Don't run a race of confusion. Some people are running a race where they are confused. They're just crossing from one lane to another lane. Whose race are you running? If an athlete crosses his lane to another lane, he gets disqualified. That is the same way in the spirit. Whose race are you running? Are you running a copycat kind of race where you are always copying people's vision? You are always copying people's mandates. So as I end this first part of this series on the race you must win, there are two important questions you need to ask yourself. Whose race are you running and who is backing you? In the subsequent parts of this series, I'll be talking about how to identify your God-given race and how to run this race effectively. Pray God keep you, God guide you, God direct you, and God lead you through in this race of life in Jesus' name.